crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. Magic. Let's talk about Fresh. It's a new movie on Hulu. We'll get back to that after we talk about what's going on. It's a Friday night. It's not a Monday night. Usually, folks, we record on a Monday night. Trivia for you. But it's actually Friday when people have drinks and socialize. And so we're here. Drinking and socializing. Drinking (laughs) drinking and socializing for the podcast. Yes. Um. To kick it off, I saw some crazy stuff happen with these movies that like are ridiculous. Uh, have you guys heard about this movie called Sharkula? I mean, you can use your imagination and go, it's a shark plus Dracula. Let's put them together in a movie. shark you Um, It's absolutely F-rated schlock. Like, there's regular movies, B-movies, then there's whatever this is. Like Clownado. So, which is a real movie. Yeah, cl- clowns. Um, well, well, that's like my two favorite things being combined is like vampires and sharks. So I'll probably still watch it, even though it might be garbage, but I'm down. There is, my, my there is a weird subgenre. There is a weird subgenre of like not just like Sharknado, but like other shark movies combined with things like there's one like shark exorcist or the shark exorcist or something oh my like God. Velosa, Velosa <laughs> preacher or something. Velosa. Well, there's all the Velosa. So basically they take some kind of, they take a job and combine it with an animal or they combine two animals and you get all kinds of crazy movies. The other thing that's coming out is something called Amityville in space. There was a movie in the seventies called Amityville about a supposedly haunted house where a dude killed his family. I don't know. Did somebody get murdered in real life at the house? I don't know. But it became like this haunted house story for like 45 years. There's got to be like 17 movies by now. But the idea that that. the house is going to lift off and go through a dimensional portal and float around in space. And then astronauts are fighting the demons. You know what? When I say it out loud, it sounds entertaining to me. But I saw the trailer and it's it's disgustingly horrible. (laughs) (laughs) No, the graphics are like. Worse than like when we were in film school and we saw the kids, you know, try to make their own CGI for their, you know, their their thesis projects. This is uh, this is bad. Like this is worse than Sonic the Hedgehog bad. This is like, oh. it's horrible. Like it's like a cut and paste Photoshop. If if it was the original, you remember the original Photoshop, which was like ninety eight, ninety nine, something like that, where it's like everything was pixelated blocks. Like these guys, I mean, these guys are using like prefabricated backgrounds that they bought off like the internet, and it's. <laughs> This is no good. This is, is no it good. as bad as like Birdemic. What is that? Have you, you haven't seen Bird? Oh, Birdemic is like one of the. It sounds like, like it's an epidemic of birds. It's basically, I mean, yeah, Birdemic is like the so bad it's good. It's like talked about with the room, but uh, yeah, it's it's an oh. awful movie that's basically a ripoff of the birds with the worst special effects you've seen. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but I think of um. You guys watch uh Shit's Creek at all mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah with oh. the croning like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right uh. there's like the whole pandemic with the crows and shit but i'm just saying that's that's where my thought process went with that yeah, but that so. looks like jurassic park compared to some stuff <laughs> that Dang. you can find 
Um, speaking of epic showdowns on a Jurassic Park-like level, the star of The Boys on Amazon, whose name is actually Star, Anthony Star, Homelander got arrested for assaulting his chef in some kind of pub brawl while shooting on location for a Guy Ritchie film. And I thought for a second, you know what? If you're ever going to get into a fight while you're shooting a movie, it would be for Guy Ritchie because his yeah. movies look like they're filled with pub brawls anyway. But, um, you know, that's like him like acting too much like his character, right? So that's pretty. I yeah. Pretty when when you when you told me all you said is the boys star, I'm like, which one? I'm like, I bet it's got to be Homelander. Homelander. Sure enough. Yeah, like apparently he's, and I don't know if this is a direct quote, but like all the tabloids are saying he was screaming at the guy, like, "You don't know what you've done. You don't know the hell I'm gonna unleash on you. I'm gonna kill you. Like, I don't know who I am." Da 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 da. Like, so do you know about Homelander? Do you know about this show, The Boys? No, no, I looked him up like Anthony Starr, and all I saw was just an attractive man, and I, I don't recognize anything he's been in. <laughs> he I'm looks so like sorry, a grown but... up Zach Morris, honestly. Yeah, so so Homelander is a genetically engineered, like anti Superman. He's basically like if a human had the powers of Superman and then like lost their minds, right? So he's, oh, he's oh, basically oh, a, Superman, yeah. yeah, he's a sociopath, he like murders people in the show. Okay. And so, okay. yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, he's just like, you know, acting like his character in real life. But, yeah. So he's like, in Sp- what? People in yeah. 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 Okay, so, so he's like in Spain or something. And so, like, the, if you read the articles, it's like, oh, he got a 12 month prison sentence. And you're like, oh, wow, the guy's going away for a year. Then you read it, oh, no, commute it down because he paid a fine within 72 hours of like 4,000 pounds. And you're like, wait a minute. And then I told well, it's- to David, I was like, dude, this was like pre-show. My, I was just texting him like, yo, Homelander got into a bar brawl. They, there's some 12 months. Oh, no, wait. He paid a fine. He's already out. I'm like, dude, Amazon greased the wheels on that one. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Talk to the judge in the background. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, here's, the, here's the funnier thing, though, is I read I read the article, too, and it was uh, 12 years served. So basically the way it was worded, I, I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, like they automatically like, stamped the paper like he was in jail for a year. Years, which yeah, yeah. means just people – Threw whatever money at it. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I was just going to say, I went to dinner last night by myself and I sat, well, I was there first, but this woman sat down next to me and I had a horrible experience after she sat down next to me. She was the worst patron ever and she deserves 12 years for being a horrible person. And so I can kind of get still your breadsticks. No, she was just so, she like took forever to order a beer. She couldn't understand the specials. She was just so rude to the servers. I even got up and moved a seat over. That woman deserves 12 years for just being a horrible, that sounds horrible like David's patron. experience at a subway that he had. Remember David last year, uh, we were talking about how like you thought you were going to have a nervous breakdown at a subway because it was like. It was like First of all, in my defense, I've paid penance for that. I was, I was, I was a Ken. I, I got to be honest. I was a Ken. But I have a high pressure job, and I just it, yeah that doesn't excuse it. Okay, so it's not the same the story. Day. In Dave's story, he was the jerk. In your story, you were an experience like a proximity of like a Karen the, at another. She table. was the jerk. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to peacefully enjoy my meal, and I would yeah. have just paid money to starve at home. Like I literally <laughs> would mm. have rather not dined out because she was just such an awful person. Twelve years. She deserves twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying, just she was awful. She was horrible, horrible to staff. So, anyways, 
Uh, okay. Uh, there's a new Planet of the Apes coming out. I don't know if it's going to be a part four to the modern continuity or if it'll be a brand new thing, but folks, we were just talking about Planet of the Apes on the show. You can go look up our classic episode now, contemporary perfect classic. Perfect timing. Exactly. <laughs> also perfect timing. Bender is going to be in the new Futurama, just for you, Jordan. They heard you had a bad experience at a restaurant with some asshole lady. They're like, give Jordan Bender. They're like, done. It's done. All I needed was John DiMaggio to return. I knew he would. But you know what? As I was reading the articles, it was to be determined that he just wanted some more pay. I get that. He wanted everybody to get more pay. So he he wasn't going to agree to come back until he got the the value from Hulu that he was wanting. So I think that's good for him. You know, good good for John DiMaggio. Yeah, get under. Anytime you can convince a company to pay you money, that's a good day. I mean, if you're like even tempting the idea to bring back a show that we all know and love, like he should be able to ask for whatever he wants. That's just how I feel. So maybe not we all love, but I what love you don't know, stuff. Jordan, is that woman at the restaurant was his wife. I will fucking end her. Like literally, I'm sorry. <laughs> she still deserves twelve years. We got the F bomb out of Jordan. <laughs> It only yeah. took like seven episodes. We got it. She can bite my shiny metal ass. So Damn. Daniel Radcliffe is getting shiny and weird Al Yankovic, the Al Yankovic story. Have you seen the pictures? He looks pretty good. He actually looks amazing. like Weird Al. He looks amazing. Dave, you look like you're criticizing. Did no, he do a good job? He doesn't look bad. I mean, I'm kind of I'm really curious to be see how it's going to go. I mean, because it is a Weird Al project. So even though it's a biography, like, I feel like there's going to be some skewing there. I don't know where it's going to come from. So he's going to parody a bunch of biopics? I, I think so. I, I don't think it's going to be taken very seriously at all. But You think hey, he's going to show up in the movie and talk to himself? I wouldn't doubt it. Mm. That'd be kind of fun. Like, there'll be multiple Weird Al's. A multiverse of Weird Al's, if you will. Like, all the Weird Al's from all his music videos will show up. That'd be cool. Um, there's a ton of Dracula movies, you know, going all the way back to, like, Max Shrek in Nosferatu. The Guardian, which is, like, an online magazine, put together their list of Draculas. I compared it to these other lists that have been online for a while. It seems like Christopher Lee, Gary Oldman, and Max Shrek are on everybody's top three. But The Guardian rules Chris Lee is, like, the number one Dracula. He played him in, like, five movies. David and I talked about those movies a couple years ago. The Hammer Films put out like a series of Dracula movies where Christopher Lee played Dracula. I was happy to see that they included on this new list the uh, Clay's, I think his name is Klaus Bang. He's the guy that did it in the BBC Dracula with Netflix like two years Bro. ago. He's the new Dracula. Um, anyway, I'm happy with the list. I mean, I, I gotta be honest. I mean, I know he's not the best actor but it's kind of it feels a little disrespectful to not even throw a bone to bella lugosi though i mean like that's a lot of people's dracula for a lot of, like i know it's like blah it's not you know like mm. acting but i mean that's a lot of gen that's a generation generations dracula so yeah like, he's not on the guardian list i think intentionally they left him off because they're like everybody could we think of anybody but bella lugosi He's on but the that's, other but that's list. That's the point, though. It's so iconic. Like it feels disrespectful not to mention it. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just that's my Dracula, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Let's see. Tonight's movie is called Fresh. It's on Hulu. It's got Sebastian Stan, 
Oh, it's about modern dating. Taking a bite out of modern dating. <laughs> Between two people. Two star-crossed lovers that meet at a grocery store. And they both have a rap- an appetite. Perhaps a ravenous appetite. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of dance sequences, which I appreciate. It's got a great soundtrack. We'll go into great more detail soundtrack. here. But we're going to see if Davey, Davey found any facts about the filmmakers, the actors, or anything. Dave was complaining. I will say, here's some trivia behind the scenes. Dave was complaining to me. Yeah, John, I can't really find any facts about these people. I'm like, well, did they make them together? on IMDb? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, Dave. I'm so called out. <laughs> his one source, not Wikipedia, folks. His only direct source is IMDb Pro. Ah, I did actually look up uh, Wikipedia today, which, mm. so, bum, 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 which bum. said Kermit the Frog was in the movie, right? <laughs> I go at I go at these things from all angles. Um, sure, yeah. But uh, you no, know, you asked me that. You're like, well, what have they done? I'm like, unfortunately, not a lot. So <laughs> this, uh, is, this is like the first big project for some folks on the was involved with this. Your buddy Sebastian Stan was in the Itania movie. He's in the freaking. He's well, of course. Man. I mean, if you just want me to list off somebody's filmography, I can do that. <laughs> you know what I mean. Now, Dave, I'm asking you to be like a little creative here, man. <laughs> hey, I still can't. Did I not come up with uh, facts? I just we're gonna give your job to Jordan, and then <laughs> what are you gonna have to talk about? Uh, anyway, so Savage going into statistics that... coming at you. Seven stats. Oh, whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, just kidding, Dave. I won't take that. I know. Uh, Hit us with the dangers. Just all give me the business. See, I am a sociopath. I'm gonna write Savage stats on the next uh, outline to do the episode next week. <laughs> um. So as as I, this is first for a lot of people, this is the direct you know feature directorial debut mm-hmm. for director Mimi Cave. Uh, she has done a lot of music videos. The only one I reckon the only band I recognize was Sleigh Bells, but um, she's directed quite a few music videos. Uh, this was bought by Searchlight Pictures actually before it premiered at Sundance only in January twentieth this year. Um, here's something I kind of found funny: is this is not a very this is not a very Disney movie. It's very un Disney. But Searchlight is actually owned by Disney, and in some territories, this is actually going to play on Disney Plus. So. Jesus, <laughs> right? Like, hey, so watch Mickey Mouse for Fresh. I'm sorry, no. <laughs> you know what? Uh, whatever Jordan is drinking is uh, it looks like the color of the wine in the movie. Oh. Stop! Yeah, you're right. Um, so actually, Sebastian Stan uh, reached out to uh, Dr. Dorothy Lewis, who is a serial killer expert. I guess she's like an expert on Ted Bundy, uh, just to kind of research serial killers. Mm-hmm. And I guess he found that many of them are charismatic. So he tried to bring that to the role, I think, pretty successfully, actually. Yes. Um, yeah, Dave. And- Spider catches a fly. Moths to a flame. Come on. They got to be a flame. They have to attract you. They got to bring you in. There's a little, you know, there's a little romance factor here. Not just ram, bam, you're dead. I thought that the whole time. He had such a Ted Bundy vibe, like the charisma. He's attractive. Even like he looks kind of like Ted Bundy a little okay, bit. Okay, okay. So, so, let's uh, unpack me on this. the spot here, Jordan, because I don't get it. Did you get, did you see those Ted Bundy movies that came out a few years ago? And did, and not the Zach Efron, like the real Ted Bundy. Of <laughs> did course, you I'm find attracted, him attracted to Zach Efron. No, 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 okay. no. Of course, who doesn't not. love I mean, a like, unibrow and an overbite? Because I right. talked to friends, no. like close friends, and they're like, "Oh, he was so handsome." I'm like, "Are 
I, I, I'm, are we looking at the same person? Well, <laughs> you're talking about like, like melted ice, handsome Dave. Like the ice is melting in on its own. Mm. It's different. It's different now that we know who Ted Bundy is, right? Like he's this really prolific fucking serial killer. Like we know mm. who he is. So I think there's some sort of attraction there now that we know who he is. But like, I don't find him attractive, right? But women at women of his time did find him handsome. And that's how. What I about his yacht? Him. I even feel like women what of about his yacht is Corvette. <laughs> I don't know. He's an attractive man. Then we got the yacht and the real estate. Yeah. See how it changes there? You see that, Dave? Yeah. All I did was bring out his portfolio. Am I attracted to him? No. Okay. But, right. No. I always find that an interesting debate. Like, I've found some real interesting people come out and say, oh, he was handsome. Like, all right. I'm not about to be making any claims like that, but I'm Dave, just saying you're spending a lot of time attractive. Dave, this you're spending a lot of time John. to find out if we also <laughs> agree with you that we are into the same dude as you. It's taking a lot of our time. I mean, I think we all agree. Sebastian Stan is a, uh, what, what do they call him now? A dish or a, no, a snack. Ooh, dish, <laughs> a snack. I'm good with all of those terms. He is all of them. Mm. Yeah. He's a snack. He's a dish. He's, he's a catch. He's Pam, or not, I almost called him Pam. Uh, he's Tommy Lee right now. I am obsessed. That was about to be one of my favorite bits, but I have a lot of favorite oh, I'm bits sorry. about this movie. I'm kidding, Dave. Continue oh, with yeah. the dangerous facts. Do we get a single fact except for Dave loves Ted Bundy? What are you talking about? I just spilled out a bunch of facts. I heard nothing. You did a good okay, job. You did, you did. Don't listen to him. They can play Dave. it back. They can play it back and see if it's there. Um... Okay, favorite bits from the movie Fresh. Stop. It's funny that I think we I'm call first. <laughs> yeah, Jordan is first. Um, okay, coming from someone who's a serial dater and who's also tried every single mm. dating app out of out in existence. Um Wait, what about uh what about um gosh, what is that? 20, I've done 20? like tin- Tinder and I've done Bumble. Mm. But that's like that was that was it. I haven't I haven't been on any dating apps since i've been single recently so uh, no the, the new one intentionally splits you up between 20 years age difference up or down depending on who you are okay walk me through that what do you mean splits you okay up? so dude in your 40s girl in their 20s maybe a, perhaps somebody perhaps perhaps a lady in her 40s and a dude in their 20s but the way it was the way it was described to me it's another like sugar daddy sugar baby yeah, I'd totally be into it. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. No, haven't haven't explored those apps, but I'm saying like, okay, okay. So I've laughed the first 15 minutes of this entire movie. This made me laugh so hard because I know what those experiences are like. You go on this date with this person that you have no, I've never looked up somebody after like, you know, matching with them and that's where I go wrong. But I think the weirdest date I've ever been on was this guy who asked to see my tonsils. And I was like, this That's is an odd request. Yeah. That's an odd request. This is that's weird, not like, right? I mean, usually when it gets weird, it's like feet, earlobes, but not, I've never tonsils. You want to see show me something in inside room. of you. Yeah. Show me some tissue. Was like, 
this vet and I told him that I had been like having issues like I was getting my tonsils out and he was like trying to combat me with this whole thing but I was like this is fucking Mm. weird and I'm going home so like I uh, in the first part of the movie right she's on this weird ass date with this guy with the fucking scarf I'm sorry I've said it like three times but she's his scarf is going in the food and it's disgusting and I've just been there and so I thought it was hilarious but my favorite bits right uh at the very end spoiler alert while she's with her bestie after they've Mm. conquered the whole night and um they're sitting there by the tree trunk and they oh wait should we tell them that there's cannibalism in this movie (laughs) maybe we should i don't know i don't (laughs) know maybe i don't know if i mentioned it during the introduction so he eats them. Okay. Yeah. He eats slowly. He, parts. he sells their parts like on eBay or something. Yeah. For people no that want to get cuisine. You know what creeped me out is I actually get home delivery food boxes and mm-hmm. the scene. That, I mean, this is so, my favorite. So wait, bit. you pause the movie. Literally immediately. You went to the deep ass. web. You paused the movie. You went to the deep web and you got three boxes coming tomorrow. We got you. We got your number, David. He's gonna get the carne asada ass. But it, it creeped it, it creeped me out because I yeah he's like you know what visual of like seeing him pack the boxes. I'm like, I hey, scientifically want to know if her ass is gonna grow back. Oh, I know. Yeah. I think she could regrow tissue in that area. I think you could regenerate fat in that area. I had to assume because she was on her butt for the rest mm. of the movie, right? You know, trying to fight yeah. him off, and you she know. was dancing at one point. So you got to call bullshit on the I guess realisticness of the whole situation. Completely but, agree. Yeah, I don't know how much slow dancing I because I rewatched this. Anyway, so folks, so we maybe should back it up a little. For that. Yeah, okay, so this up. movie is about a cannibal that hooks up with people on the dating app and then he takes them back. He puts them in these little rooms. He chops them up as long as he can keep them alive and, and he sells the meat to whoever, I guess, wants to eat them. Um, he has like three or four girls at a time. The main girl is trying to find a way to twist the psychology around to survive. Um, as Jordan mentioned, she likes the best friend that showed up to try to help. She gets pulled in, unfortunately. And there's some other girls that have been there so long and lost so many parts that they're starting to lose their minds. Understandably, I don't know how many parts you could lose and how many drugs you could be on to not go crazy. Uh, your favorite bits are literally favorite bits. My favorite bits <laughs> are just the realistic like parts of what it's like to date online. Like it is so mm. funny, right? Like so the conversations that they're having in the beginning all the way to the very end when they when she finds out that she, he's married, right? That's like the whole joke at the end. They're laughing about the fact that he was married. Not that he's a a crazy cannibalist <laughs> psycho killer. It's that mm. they're connecting but the fact that he was married, like they're that doesn't even cross their mind. Obviously, it is, mm. but you know, married I to his first it. victim, no less. They're like, oh my god, he's married. That's what I was saying too. I'm like, yeah, she yeah. was definitely the she, first one. Was she the was she the one that wrote the note in the magazine, or was she just someone else? Because I just well, when it cuts to the shower scene and she takes off her prosthetic leg, it's clear that she's the first victim, right? The right, wife is like the first victim. Took- then I mean, but he has a he has what looks like an aged ham that he's eating by himself that he doesn't share with anybody else. That so might be her really. leg. Yeah, the first huh, thing he that he savors oh, for himself. So, I mean, anyway, yeah. at one point he's like dancing with the main girl after she got her ass taken off, and then he's feeding her dinner 
At one uh, spoiler alert, at one point he's feeding her the breast material of her friend. That's um, it's getting pretty crazy. Oh, Maybe yeah. I took Dave's favorite bit away, but Dave, it's your turn. Favorite bits. Um, actually, you kind of mentioned it much earlier, but not in detail. Um, mm. I, because it took me off guard, I love the two dancing bits in this. Like, I mean, it's not choreographed or anything. It's just people dancing to music. But I'm also kind of a sucker for 80 synth pop. So him dancing to that to that one song, like, kind of had me hooked. Yeah, he's doing um, meal prep and he's dancing to, like, some 80s poppy beat or something. There yeah. Yeah. Uh, Obsession, I, I believe, was the track. Um but that's fun. I mean, this this movie's. It, I mean, it's it's horror, but I mean, it's very funny. I mean, it's very uh, more well, more like satire. Like Jordan, I'm kind of glad you had a, a perspective on that because I've never used a dating app. I kind of dude, even Instagram, before. Dave. Even Instagram is a deep end. Is it what? Instagram is a deep end of the pool as well. Somebody likes your Instagram page or likes a post, then starts DMing you, and then you go, you go bot. Straight psychopath. These messages have to stop. <laughs> like, like it's it's all it's never a regular person. It's either like something fake trying to get a credit card, or right. a person that's like out of their out of their minds, absolutely out of their minds, telling you way too much stuff in twenty minutes of knowing them, not even really knowing them because they're on the app. But you know, yeah. No, so the scenario, I, this, I've never this scenario could that. happen. This scenario could happen. Um, uh, actually, you know what? I, I rewatched the last 15 minutes again before we started this, and the, the very ending kind of reminded me of uh, um, Death Proof, if anybody remembers that. Tarantino's Death Proof. Um, oh, where the girls alert. work together, the gals work together, nine to five style, and take out the yeah. bad guy. Basically, but the difference is that Tarantino played it for laughs, and this one, like, it felt very justified and, well, very justified. Death Proof, too. But I mean, it felt like very visceral this, you know, this time. Well, when the survivors are trying to escape and they're missing parts, and I felt actually stressed out for them because then it's like the main the main guy's a little incapacitated, but he's got allies, right? The wife yeah. shows up, she's warped. They have the guy who distribute who transports the meat, he's there. So they're like, okay, they gotta like somehow hobble their way out of his complex and try to get through these woods before the other guys on the compound, you know, get to them and put them back in the freezer. Um, so my favorite bits. I like the fact that it was showing us the main character after her first terrible blind date goes to a, she's like in a, it appears to be a boxing gym at first with her best friend and they look like they're boxing. And then it turns out, no guys, we're not boxing for self-defense. We're boxer-sizing. It's an exercise class. I'm like, oh, I'm no longer so confident in, in their ability to get rid of Steve later in the movie. And then well, uh, you mentioned, Dave, the food dancing, the dancing with the food prep. It's my other favorite bit. The very end scene is Chad, the f- stupid scarf boy, has texted her again. Her yeah, yeah. And asking yeah. her if she's up. And that's like, that is online dating in a nutshell, right? Like, it just made me laugh so hard. It was perfect. It was scary and gory and disgusting. And Honestly, made me a little queasy at some points, but like it wrapped it up so good. So. The, the one part of uh, online dating Dave does enjoy is all the D picks. What did you think of the D pick in this movie, Dave? There's a lot of D picks, Dave. <laughs> in Dave online picks, dating. <laughs> yeah, pictures of you, David, in all your pajamas. Oh, D picks. That. Which brings us to staff picks. Did we love any other say, movies? So gonna call it Did we love any other movies besides? What are David's picks? <laughs> I suppose we don't really need to rate it. I feel like we kind of all have the 
same uh, rating. Instant rating. Binge now. I think it's binge around the now. table. Yeah. 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 So good. I really, I, we, we, we took a shot on this. Cause when you said John, like, or when John said, Oh, let's do a new movie. I'm like, Ooh, there's always a risk of yeah. it being bad. And then we're stuck talking about it. The but only scenario, the only other time it worked in like the last year was with malignant. That's the only other time. But we, but we'd actually watched that before we decided it was an episode. So that was kind of, oh, we gave that. it more, we gave it more brevity, huh? We had more yeah. time. Yeah. I told everybody about this movie today. I was like, you need nice. to watch this if you have if you, if you have weekend plans, like watch this movie. So if yeah, you're getting ready to go meet Chad, watch this movie first. I think the highest compliment I can give it right now is if this was in the theater, I would have been happy to go watch it in the theater. That's a great compliment. But, but hey, you get to watch it for uh for free at home if you have for free. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steph picks. Dave, did you watch anything? I, I did actually just talking about going to the theater. I actually went out and saw the I can't believe in the hey, million it's years. Now. I'm just going to sit here and drink this can. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did actually get out to the theater to see something I can't believe is a real thing. But Foo Fighters have made a horror movie <laughs> called Studio 666. And it's actually a good horror movie. It's a fun movie, believe it or not. Um got some questionable acting i mean that's what you get sometimes when you have uh musicians who are not actors uh but it's still actually a lot of fun and it's actually really really gory and bloody um it's kind of a silly horror movie kind of i don't know check it out it's like the tenacious d movie but with a horror element is kind of what it felt like if anybody remembers that from like 15 years ago at this point um As far as TV shows go, I binged a whole... I mean, it's a short show, but I binged uh, this show called Smiling Friends on HBO Max. I guess it's a cartoon or adult swim show. Uh, if you like really absurd, like kind of like the old days of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, it's just very absurd humor, off-the-wall off stuff. Uh, I think John caught part of one where there's an episode where a guy literally has a gun to his head the entire episode until the end. It's just really weird shit. Check those out. Go to a theater or stay at home and watch something on HBO Max. Okay. Okay. Um, did we talk about the woman in the window briefly like last week or a couple weeks ago? I I don't know. Did I mention it? Because I've watched it. I thought you did because, we. you know, there's like, I didn't know if like the woman in the window across the street was like a parody <laughs> of the woman in the window. But like it might be. I might be crossing too many movies. I don't know. There's a lot. That it's not your fault. On this. I think they purposely did that. <laughs> like created yeah. the most complicated title. That sounds like every other title. That's going to be Jordan's tell all when she spills all the beans, all the secrets of the show. Too many movies. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be called. It's gonna be called. I'm gonna spill all the beans, the beans on the secrets the of the beans? show. So it's gonna the spill the beans. <laughs> yeah, no. So I watched uh, the woman in the window, which I think is also on Netflix, and uh, you know, psycho thriller killer, and that spun me for a loop. I actually was really shocked. I thought I knew where it was going. In the middle was there the actually movie. a woman in the window? Yeah, so it's about uh, an agoraphobic. Uh, ago, oh wait, can I? Uh, sorry to interrupt here, real oh, quick. Dave. I want to make sure we're talking because there's so many movies. That's what she just said. Kristen Bell, the one with Amy uh, Adams, not with okay, Kristen Bell. I'm on the same track now. <laughs> All right, Did you watch the one with Amy Adams. I've seen both of them. That's hey. why I just need okay. to keep straight. Jordan was drawing you a map. She was drawing you a map to this movie with crayons about five seconds ago to make sure you were there, David. I, I should be up front. So. I'm like double caffeinated right now. So that's, mm. 
That's we're here. We're alive. Proceed. We're together. I'm sorry. It's fine. No, but I I did like it. I I it's an agoraphobic woman. She's a therapist, and she's too afraid to go outside of her house, and she sees all these visions about her neighbors, about killings. And, mm. um, you know, you, you find out things about her personal life that make you question the things that she had seen. But in the end, um, it's terrifying <laughs> for her. I was, I was thrown for a loop. I didn't see it coming. So um, definitely worth a watch. I also watched run on, I think Netflix with Sarah Polson. And it was okay. I don't know. Oh, I thought really? it was okay. Yeah. I don't I, know. Now, don't I, give me, I mean, because uh, I, I would say I would watch Run before the other one, although I did like The Woman in the Window. But like, wow, really? I, the, see, well, Run kind of had me same. on the edge of my seat. Okay, so hear me out. Okay. I didn't, and this has happened to me a couple times recently, where like I don't remember watching it. And so I'm watching it for a second time and I'm realizing that I've seen this before, but I actually don't know where the story is going. So it's nice that there's still this like surprise, but um, that happened to me for run woman in the window and true detective season three. I watched the entire season. I binged the entire season over this last week and it literally took me to the very end to remember the like actual conclusion of the season. And I was like, Oh, okay. I remember now, but I didn't remember. I watched every single episode and I didn't oh, remember. So you have, cause we talked about that like a week or two ago. We so did. you had seen season three, but you forgot you had. I completely forgot even to the very last episode, <laughs> very last episode. I'm like, I have seen this before. This is still super spooky, but I've seen this before. Yeah. So I feel like we need that. a term for that because I experienced that too. That's like movie amnesia or yeah, something like that. I was that. about to say the same thing, like horror amnesia or something. Like it, it's it's like maybe I was so freaked out the first time that I just didn't like take it in and absorb it. But like I was almost just as surprised second time around watching Run and True Detective season three. Crazy. Yeah. So John, did you watch anything like wow. no? So you forget what's that's funny because you forgetting season three is what happens to the dude inside of season three. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, it's, true. it's like the <laughs> whole concept of the like season. He, it's like he solved the whole thing and then forgot that he solved it. And so we don't know how many times he solved it, maybe three or four for all we know. Like every 10 years, that the guy true. solved it. That's why his partner's at the barbecue going, Come on, dude, let's just eat hot dogs because we've done this already like twice. <laughs> like, let's just sit down. Um, so we'll talk about this like three months from now. I still won't yeah. remember. It will be great. We'll just like loop back to this episode and I'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> That's right. Um, I've watched a lot of TV. I don't even know. I watched a movie and I forgot what it was. So it can't be that memorable. But the. Uh, if I ever meet him, I'll never get he's never going to like me because I can't pronounce his name. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Yeah, put out um, a pirate show, which at first I'm like, all these guys are going to die because they can't possibly pull it off as pirates. There's no way. It's called uh, Our Flag Means Death, and they dropped three episodes on HBO Max. And that's kind of the point. Everybody around them is like, this is fucking ridiculous. 
we're about to kill these guys. Are they pathetic enough that we have to kill them or just like be okay with what's happening? And uh, and then it escalates. So once it escalated, I was more entertained by the escalation than the zaniness at first. What else did I watch? Uh, new South Park. South Park is funny again, surprisingly. It's like season 25 or 24 or something. They they made the t- a... The TV show has never dipped in quality, but there was those two TV movies they did recently were not very good. I just can't. Yeah. I can't get on board. I'm so sorry. I'm going to be the person who disrupts it, but I have seen the Book of Mormon on Broadway, though, and it was like the best thing Same. I've ever seen oh, in my cool. entire life. So, yeah. We sat yeah. behind somebody who didn't, who just goes sees everything on Broadway and was so offended the whole time. Yes. And me and my wife were like, did you not fucking know what ticket you bought? <laughs> like- okay, so same Z's, Dave. So I went with my boyfriend at the time and his mom was raised by a pastor. And so she like had no context of the episode <laughs> or like the what the Broadway play was going to be about. And she didn't know the creators or anything, even though mm. like her kids did. And it was mortifying. Like it was absolutely mortifying because I was laughing this the whole time. But I was also like looking in my side side eye to see if she was watching me. It was it was intense but i wish i would have seen it with my brother because it would have been hilarious and we would have laughed the whole entire time you come out singing the most vulgar things like there there's a song i can't i don't even want to sing we can't we can't say it we can't say it go look it up on youtube and it will be fine but it was horrible you know what great i got a good tie-in now because you mentioned the words youtube but the fan service this week is just to say thanks for everybody that's commenting on youtubes and it's really coming alive we've been posting clips but all kinds of stupid things. Energy drinks. Like, I don't know what else I posted clips Get from. Oh, we talk- oh the, the popular one this week is we were making a mini review of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. And we posted that. <laughs> she, she crapped on it. She crapped on it during the, the clip and she crapped on it during the night. So anyway, whatever. Still now. Um, Sorry. But it's an entertaining video on our YouTube channel. You can go look it up. Uh, oh, next week. We're going to watch this movie called Possession, which came out in 81. And by the next year, it was banned in the UK for either being too violent, too sexual, or both too violent and too sexual. We'll find out, and we're going to continue this real March Madness. We're watching criminally insane movies or movies that are just crazy. Tonight's movie was pretty intense. I was texting my friend about it, and uh, she's like, I'm going to watch it tomorrow with my bestie or whatever. And I'm like, no spoilers, but I wanted to say, like, guess what? There's best friends in the movie. There's, you know, <laughs> oh Y'all are going to bond. Yeah, uh, you're gonna bond over this movie because besties... it feels like a good movie to watch with a bestie. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Because why not? It's all about bonding and friendship. That movie. They love each other at the end, right? They mm. do. I'm just saying. Well, the quote of the movie is "Give me a smile." <laughs> it's not though. That's not what they ended on. But I'll remember. I'll come back to you on that. Well, that's what it. That's, well, they said that early in the movie, and then they. She said it. She repeated yeah. it to the dude towards the end. When she yeah. blasts his face off. Spoiler alert! Steve dies. <laughs> oh, buddy, Dave, you got anything, Dad? Um, check it out. I good movie. You're yeah, gonna be, you're gonna be, don't watch it on a full stomach, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, don't you? I was on the treadmill finishing it up, and that was mm. <laughs> that oh, that's got really. Hot. It was. Am it I was, the only one that sat down oh. with a prime rib and potatoes? Would you sat there and watch? 
I guess one last thing. Um, was anybody uh, else kind of caught not off true, guard? But it's fun. Uh, was anybody else kind of caught off guard, like how deep the credits were into the movie? Like I the movie, it. I was just rolling along, and then but that was intentional. Start that was also a part of the dangerous facts is that they like mm-hmm. actually don't talk about the credits until thirty minutes in. I thought it was great. I yeah. just was like, oh, I also okay. clocked i I clocked the time that he knock he he doses her dr- her drink because you wonder when she's gonna get her dose her dosage is in. It, it took like thirty three minutes. So yeah. at first, right before it's the a rom com, and then yeah. bam, thirty three minutes in. I was, was excited because I thought this was about to be about like, you know, online dating and data apps like 15 minutes yeah. in and I'm still excited 30 minutes in after he drugs her. And I know that it's about to get crazy. So just saying, watch it. That's all. But then 50 Shades of Grey sets you up. That's They're just playing. It's just play. Not, nothing bad's going to happen. Oh man, this feels like a movie you should eat some beef jerky with. I don't know why. No, like... Dave, and not having a prime rib, John. I'm just saying, definitely eat it. <laughs> okay, yeah. there's an empty stomach. I don't think I'm gonna eat spaghetti because he was mixing body parts with pasta. No, I know, I know. Yeah. it was so attractive with the food chef Boyardee is off the menu stuff. now. You know what? Nothing is sacred at this point after watching that movie. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I, Jordan, a, I thought you were going to blurt out nothing is off the menu. <laughs> like, no, nothing is sacred. You can't eat You can't yeah. eat fettuccine because he puts some mm. meatballs on the top with the, yeah. the marinara. And it's yeah. just absolutely ruined Italian food for me at this point. So that's all. You can't even have crostinis anymore. <laughs> Bruschetta. <Same. laughs>